don't care. Life is short. Sure, I'm in the thumb club. <laughs> Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes Podcast. The Bets and Quotes Podcast. The Bets and Quotes Podcast. I didn't even know this was a thing. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like super obvious that I was coloring uh, in this hideous mustache. And how long did you have to? Just two months. Oh, two months. But that's a lot because you got to grow it first. Well, what was the game? Uh, oh, it was just whose lawn was nicer at the end of the uh, summer. Wait a minute. Who the hell was the judge? <laughs> My wife. <laughs> She's a horrible, horrible monster of a human being. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. The guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. Dave, the NFL playoffs are here, which means the NFL regular season is over, which means the Viking season is over, which means Zimmer is over, which means the dream of me becoming the game theory manager for Mike Zimmer is over. <laughs> well, you might be able to do that on the Bears or, uh, you know, a, a, literally a plethora of other NFL teams as uh, there's a lot of open spots. Did you say a plethora? <laughs> That's right, a plethora. (laughs) Well, the end of the regular season also sadly means that it's the end of the locks of the week because officially that's a regular season bit. But uh, we kind of kicked some ass this year, Dave. Uh, I was 13 and 7. You were 11 and 8. So I got you by just a little bit. But overall, as a show, we were 24 and 15. That's a 61% rate. Uh, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that is enough to be profitable. Obviously, if your win percentage is in 54, probably 55, if you're playing the minus 110s, you're not profitable. So 61% is, uh, you know, 60 is always the dream. Yes. So to be better than 60 is uh, a hell of an accomplishment, if I don't mind saying so myself. I I would agree with that. Um, I was fortunate enough to end the year with eight in a row. Uh, I didn't really want to see the regular season come to an end, but uh, sadly it has. But... You know, um, just because the locks of the week are officially over for 2021 doesn't mean we can't look at the playoffs. And uh, something a little birdie told me that you have a play that you like for this weekend's wild card round. I do. I do. And uh, I will have a very good seat to watch it in. Uh, Yeah. More on that later. 
Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> well, why don't you give us that play? Uh, what, what oh, I thought we were doing it at the end of the show. Okay. No, 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 no. no. I, I actually have to, uh, I, uh, breaking news, I actually have to uh, leave the show a little bit early. So you're going to be on your own at the end. So uh, we'll do our lock. Uh, well, we won't call them a lock because it's the playoffs. But uh, we'll do our uh, a, a nice little selection for you for Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> so go ahead and give that. I am taking the Steelers plus 12 and a half playing at Kansas City. I hate the Chiefs against the spread. They are statistically terrible um, in the even in the last two years at home as a favorite. Um, they're a great tease play, uh, but not a good against the spread. Uh, Tomlin kind of Tomlin and the Steelers and Big Ben um, they kind of thrive on the road in underdog situations. Chuck, they were your lock of the week last week and uh, got you yeah. paid winning outright. And I, I just think. There's too many things that make sense, which, you know, if I'm really going by my theory, I should be taking the Chiefs. But um, I really do like the Steelers plus 12 and a half. And I looked at that yesterday. I don't I'm not even sure where it's at right now as we record on Thursday night. But um, anything really, I mean, the more points, the merrier. But I, I love it at 12 and a half. Yeah, that's that, that's a good number for them, and I, I think you're on the right side of that. And underdogs have really been profitable the last yes. two years in the NFL playoffs. So I think that's a good pick. I mean, I, you know, I, could I see the Chiefs blowing out the Steelers? Absolutely. I, you know, they could come out and just light it up and and blow them out. But you know, I just I don't think that's going to be the case. And I definitely, if I had to bet this game, I would definitely be on the Steelers side. My play for you this weekend is the Grand Salami. Uh, I love Grand Salami bets, and that is the total of all the games. The uh, over-under for all the wildcard games this weekend, there's six of them, is 287.5. The unders have done exceedingly well the last couple of years in the NFL playoffs, and I think there is so much hype that so many of these games are going to be shootouts that that number is way higher than it should be at 287.5. I am taking the under on the Grand Salami, and this is a fun bet, too, because, you know, especially with the uh, NFL playoffs, because it goes one game at a time. So even if, you you know, even if they hit the over on the first game, the over on the second game, you're still alive. All you need is one, like, really low-scoring game. Maybe that New England-Buffalo game goes a little bit crazy and super low-scoring. Um, you know, you're, you're always in it. So um, I, I love the bet. I love the play based on uh, the under history the last couple of years, the NFL playoffs, under 287 and a half. Yuck. Um, I, I think the only people who would enjoy betting the Grand Salami is is the under is the Grinch? I don't know people. If you have to go to a wedding reception on a Saturday night, that kind of a thing. Stuart from Beavis and Butthead loves the under. Um, no, that doesn't sound like any fun. It's not fun, but it, the idea of gambling is well. I mean, it is to kind of have fun, but the ultimate <laughs> purpose of gambling is to try and win money, and that's oh, what we're going for here. It's more about having fun. Um, (laughs) as i say that i'm I'm making money on college basketball unders so whatever (laughs) well i was going to i was going to try to transition from fun into this podcast but uh this podcast (laughs) isn't any fun for anybody so that's a bad transition but uh we will bring you a show tonight it's been a while since we've had like a normal show with everything that's been going on with the award show and the quote of the year selection show but we'll kind of do a normal show tonight we'll do a bets update we'll do the quotes of the week in your thoughts, we're going to talk about that quarter of the year tournament because uh, 
you know, I, I almost thought the quarter of the year tournament was already over at the rate you've been posting polls lately, but uh, we'll, uh, I guess we're still at the Sweet 16, so we're going to break that down, kind of give our thoughts on where we are uh, in the tournament, and then we are going to do quotes notes at the end. So that's our show. We'll get rolling, as always, with a bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Well, it's been a few weeks and tons of bets have gone down, so we're just going to kind of hit the highlights here because uh, we, we would have about a two-hour show to hit on everything that they did. Um, of course, we set the, uh, the new handle record. Um, the goal for this year now is $60,000. Uh, they're on a good pace already, having one big golf tournament under the belt. And speaking of that golf tournament, Tommy Olson cashed in $2,200 win on the Century, Century Championship. Uh, well done, Tommy. It was quite the quite the uh, race between him and Sauce, uh, right down to the wire there. But uh, ultimately, uh, Cam Smith held him off, and uh, and uh, Tommy got the money there. Sauce gets his money back. There was no cut, so no extra dollars for Sauce there. Uh, that's one hell of a win to kick off 2022. Uh, yeah, and it sounds like he's all paid up except for um, maybe Mark Parrish because he's he's hibernating here in January. It's <laughs> it's hibernation season for for Mr. Parrish. But uh, yeah, there was a, it's a hell of a tournament. Uh, two of my top ten favorite sporting events of the year are the Australian Open for tennis, which is the only ten I won't even like watch Wimbledon unless it's like Federer and Nadal or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And I love the the Hawaii golf tournaments. I love everything late night. Um, you know, primetime golf is so much fun. It was great to get home from work, uh, you know, make some dinner and watch three hours of, like, the best players in the world play golf. Like, it was just fantastic. I was going to say, though, the only thing that sucks about it is it's such a small field that the first tee times aren't until, like, 1 or 2 in the afternoon. I love it when, like, yeah. I can just flip it on, working from home, and w- just watch it all day long. But, yeah, I, other, otherwise I agree. Well, check the Sony Open is this week, and that is exactly what the – it's a max field in Hawaii. So uh, you have your redemption. You have your perfect golf tournament, sir. That's what I'll be watching tomorrow, I'm sure. And I should note, I, I was cheering for Cam Smith because I had a I had an outright winner on Cam Smith at twenty five to one, so that was that was pretty nice. I had one on Rom. I didn't have one on Smith, but because those two were so far ahead, uh, I did hedge on Cam Smith. So uh, even though I didn't win my Rom outright, um, I still made it a profitable tournament. But there you um, go. yeah, not not nearly as profitable as our good friend Tommy Olson. No. Uh, the next bet we want to talk about is the initials bet. We finally got somebody to bet a season-long bet on the initials. It's Zach versus Sauce. We got Marnie versus Parrish. Parrish gets uh, three and a half uh, games uh, advantage. So that means that uh, Marnie starts off, uh, you know, she only has to come within three and a half of Parrish to, uh, to win the bet there. Um, and she gets a little bit of an advantage right off the bat because they're doing initials on uh, on Friday, and so uh, Marty's got a kind of a free roll here with no Parish in the in the mix. But I'm sure there will be weeks that um, Parish is there, Marty misses, so that kind of stuff will even out. But I don't know, Marty versus Parish, which way would you lean over the course of a year? Well, I have to start by saying Marty, uh, you know, she would be saying. Mommy's getting some free spins here as uh, you know right. the gloves are off and the points are on the table for initials. We'll be cheering for her uh, and everyone in the field. But uh, as it comes to win total for 2022, Mark Parrish versus Marnie Gellner, 
I think, oh boy, I, I think it's going to be whoever wins will maybe have two or three wins, honestly, um, with how much sauce AJ and uh, Chris Hockey win. So if it was if it was straight up, um, no odds, I would say Mark Parrish. I think he I think he just has a little more experience. Although Marty has been getting a lot of experience with uh, uh, what's the game on the Common Man program. Um, oh, with program password. Yeah, program password. So she's she's getting a lot of good reps, and uh, you know we love Marty Gellner. I guess uh, if my money was on the line, I would take Mark Parrish. Yeah, I think I would too. Um, you know, Marnie, for all of for all the good showing she's had in the initial, she's actually only won one time. So that's wow. kind of surprising that she's just not really gotten over the top much, except that one time. So I think I would be on the old Parish side, but that that should be a fun one to track all year long because I, th- I think it'll much like the Kirk versus Kirill is going to be one yeah. of those um, that'll go down to the wire. I think this one will kind of go down to the wire too, and I think we'll have a sweat. <laughs> into december on this one i'll have to do a half face uh, th- uh photoshop yeah, marty and well. <laughs> just like the curl <laughs> one uh just make sure uh just make sure parish's side of the face doesn't have a tooth so yeah that's that's true i'll, I'll leave out a, a, a tooth um, last one I want to talk about was the Chiefs Packers versus the field. Uh, I love these bets. I mean, this is always Corey throwing this out to Sauce. Corey is always the field. Sauce is always picking. Um, it's I, I just love it. It just it just feels you know there's there's sort of a comfort factor there where it's like, hey Sauce, I'll give you any two teams. All right, I want the Chiefs and the Packers. So. Oh. Um, you know, uh, clearly the, uh, the two odds on favorites, uh, you know, but the chiefs have that extra game in there. And, you know, I, I certainly, if I can only take two teams, I certainly wouldn't take the, uh, the Packers and the Titans because I, you know, I just, I, I don't think the Titans are, you know, uh, I don't think they should be the odds on favorites. I think sauce picked the right two teams. Um, so yeah. Be interesting to see how this one plays out. Of course, obviously you want to get at least one of them into the Super Bowl, if not both. He did the right thing by picking teams in opposite conferences, which is what you want to do. Um, So, yeah, so it should be a fun bet. And don't forget that Tommy still has the three-year bet on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. He didn't get it done last year, but he's still got this year and next year to get that done against Chris and Corey. So uh, lots lots of grease on the line if the Chiefs get it done. Wow, I forgot about that one. Oh, I'm sure they did too, but that that's fine. That's why I'm here. Yeah. No, I I don't know. It's tough. Like you said, I, I think the Titans are really frisky, but they shouldn't be one of the top favorites. The Packers, I don't know. I don't trust that defense yet, and I think Aaron Rodgers and, uh, and the new head coach – I think they're very vulnerable, and I think we found that out last year in the playoffs. And uh, does Aaron really want to – is he really painting his face green and yellow, or does he not – you know, who knows? He might be the MVP, but his heart might not be fully in it. I don't know. That's probably a preposterous statement. But. Well, yeah, it, it's just it, – it, you know, I, I think they're definitely the best team, but I, I think there's just so much talent in the NFC that it's – 
You know, they're you're gonna the the lucky thing for them is they only have to win the two games. So that's definitely a gigantic advantage that you only have for to sure. win the two games because trying to win three games against the level of talent that exists in the NFC is gonna be a, a tall task. And so, yeah. um, advantage Packers, but you know we'll see how it plays out. They haven't had a good historical uh, record in the NFC Championship if it comes down to that, but. You know, that's all also always in the past, and every every team is different now too. So I I think Sauce made the right choice. Um, obviously Corey's got the advantage in the bet, but it's always a fun bet. I love the uh, versus the field bets. So yeah, lots of fun. All right, well that will do it for the bets update. Uh, let's do some actual quotes of the week. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends. It is time for the quotes of the week in 2022. And we will start at number three with Chris Hockey. I've seen some old ladies that look like they have cotton candy hair. And you almost go, I wonder if it actually is Plus, cotton candy. Are you on drugs? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't accept treats from Zach. How many times do I have to tell you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I mean, all three of these are really close. I'm like, that that could have been number one, too. That was, just, that was a, a gut laugh. Like, I can't not smile at that joke. I'm just picturing Van, uh, uh, Zach driving by in a white van with a bag of gummies for uh, here <laughs> yeah. you go, Muzz. Yeah, I gave all the nieces and nephews uh, these fruit chews here for Christmas in their stocking. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's move to number two, and you guessed it, it's Chris Hockey. I don't yeah. know. Well, Hawks Does anybody want anything it. from Chick-fil-A? I'm buying. You're going Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Oh, that changes everything. Yeah, that changes everything. Must yep. want something, too. Yep. The number one. He wants the number one. It's breakfast <laughs> all over his chest. <laughs> you can't. You, you, can, you can't get anything other than that. <laughs> wow. I cut it off there, but like bonus in the back is just like absolutely dying. Like he's he's having to turn away from the mic. But uh, he very, was in very some aggressive. mood. He was in some mood that day, and I was I listened to it late at night. As I was winding down and everything, and man, he was just killing me. Hawk was just <laughs> so funny. Makes you rethink all of your uh, fast food orders, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, next time I order the number one, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm probably going to think of that. So thanks for ruining the uh, fast food menu, Chris. Yeah, probably better than number two all over your chest. but uh... <laughs> Well, that's the Hawk special. <laughs> we, we can get into that type of content in quotes notes. Um <laughs> Well, uh, the only one uh, that could beat Chris Hockey and Chris Hockey is, you guessed it, Chris Hockey. Whoa! <laughs> so, I've heard wow. your conversations with other people. I can't imagine Marty. Yeah, yourself. I'm on a major market radio station, and I can't put together a uh, sentence. Thank you. <laughs> Corey hates himself so much, he won't talk to himself. Yeah. Correct. I ripped myself. Oh. His family won't talk to him. <laughs> He hates himself so much that he won't even talk to himself. That was that was very clever. It kind of got talked over a little bit at the beginning, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I you picked the right one for the quote of the week. Yeah, I think so. And I, I mean, it, it sucks that some of the funniest stuff that they say on the show is like, you know, someone putting another person on the show down. But 
I don't know. It was really funny, and obviously it was a joke. Oh, yeah. Ripping, <laughs> ripping accounts for about 80% of the quotes of the week, so uh, like that. <laughs> right. Well, there are your quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. Well, this week in Your Thoughts, we are down to the Sweet 16 in the Quote of the Year tournament. So uh, we're going to play those back for you. We kind of got a revised Quotes of the Year um, segment here. So we're going to play the Quotes of the Year back for you. And then Dave and I are going to break it all down. Welcome back to the 2021 Power Trip Quote of the Year tournament. After two rounds of voting, we unveil the Saa Wheat 16. Let's go to the 7th Avenue Pizza region. The number one seed, Haley. And the top two things to spend money on at your wedding, the venue is one. Number two is the DJ. Because oh there's God. so many of them. It might even be number one. That make it about them. They it's have... not about you. I don't know if I want to take wedding advice from you. <laughs> Haley will take on the number four seed, Chris Hockey. Yeah. Did you ride in first class? Uh, no. Comfort. You know what the person beside you didn't ride in? <laughs> <laughs> that was Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Glad you're back. Our next matchup is between the number three seed, Chris Hockey. My mom had this really cool, it looked like a pumpkin, but it wasn't a pumpkin. Yeah, it was her son. <laughs> And the number seven seed, Chris Hockey. Maybe it's like the trees in Lord of the Rings. Hey, maybe it is. That's a cool scene, by the way. It's like those the only thing I great. remember about those only movies. Seen one. I like Legolas. He's a stud. Yeah. John Creasel? <laughs> Genius! All right. Genius. Brilliant! Wow. Oh, that is fire. That's wow. a line of the show. Moving on to the cultivated CBD region. The number one seed, Paul Meat Sauce Lambert. Hey, uh, I will say, uh, at one point, my credit score and my weight were the exact same. Against the number four seed, Corey Cove. Parrish was an Olympian. Yeah. I didn't get to see the opening or the closing ceremony. Or the podium. Or, the po- oh. <laughs> or even the ice. I don't <laughs> Our next matchup is between the number two seed, Lisa Ann. Giant fans of me and not the New York Giants going up against oh. the Washington football team tonight. What a transition. Well, you really really are a pro, and yeah, I that love that. Good. Yes, yes. <laughs> Can I just say that there's words from my past that are in my new life, and transition is one of them. The director would say, I'm ready for a transition. And now I'm doing radio. And then it's funny, when I first started doing radio, the last segment, my producer would come in and he'd say, finish strong and after a year i said you have to stop saying that to me because that was the same thing said to me on set for 25 years you know finish strong you know so the transition thing secretly makes me giggle oh that is the greatest line of all time and the number three seed chris hockey for the Doors. I think the Doors are the most overrated band of all time. They're boring. I hate the Doors. They're, sweet. They're terrible. Black Sabbath. Suck. You've held against the Doors the fact you couldn't fit through them for so long. Genius. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Very true. Very true. That band sucks. The number one seed in the Honey and Mackey's region is Abigail Hockey. Good morning, Abigail. Good morning. Oh, hey, girl. Are you at school? I'm in the parking lot. Yep. Are you ready for your final day? 
Yes, I uh, I dressed to the nines today. To the nines. Uh, yeah, we went we went dress shopping last night. Did you wear that dress we bought last night? Yeah, so you wearing yours? I'm, I, no, you, you know. Against the number four seed, Corey Cove. You don't like it? No, I don't like getting yelled at when I'm eating. True. Yeah. Well, don't get married. <laughs> Our next matchup is between the number two seed, Chris Hockey. You can Envelope. just tell it's a Christmas card. And the then you won't even just back. open it up and just take a look and then throw it. Correct. I might have thrown a few wedding invitations away. I don't know. You don't care. I know you should have. Yeah. Oh. 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 Wow. And the number three seed, Max Fuller. He's going to make some stuff. But I was uh, informed yesterday because I like to over plan things. Like I plan. Okay, I don't like Yeah, you're an over planner. Yeah, I over <laughs> You didn't even plan that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. The number one seed in the Northland Vodka region is Carly Zucker. The lovely and talented Carly Zucker! Yeah! Carly? She's shaking her head. She doesn't want to do it. Carly? <laughs> Carly, I choose you, baby. Could, can I give you a blowjob instead? Whoa! Oh my God! What just happened? Oh my! What? What? Hey, I didn't know that was option Dump two. Dump that! Yes. Dump that! Yes. Dump that! Yes! Dump yes. that! Yes! Yes! Carly takes on the number four seed, Chris Hockey. Uh, if we want to colonize other planets, we need to figure out how to have sex in space first. A former consultant for NASA did an interview and talked about it, uh, with the challenges of doing this. And uh, this person said, in a weightless environment, at least one of the two people might have to be tethered down. Yeah, you damn right. Oh, wow. I'll uh, tell you what, man. Can I, 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 I'll work on that, but i got to figure out how to have sex in my house first. Oh. <laughs> oh, here we go. Our next matchup is between the number three seed, John Creasel. The twins, oh. uh, the last time the twins won a playoff game, I had legs. It's true. Oh. 100% true. Look it oh. up. Is it really? Yes. I had legs the last time, and I've had no legs for like 15 years. And the number seven seed, Corey Coe. Why would I be in a mean relationship? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Track record? We're going to break. <laughs> You cut. And there are your matchups for the Saw Wheat 16. All right. Well, that is that is one hell of a Sweet 16. And Dave, uh, kudos to you and the selection committee. Uh, there are only three upset seeds in the Sweet 16. 13 of the 16 seeds are the top four seeds. Uh, th that has never happened. Uh, usually the uh, usually we're talking about like 15 seeds versus 14 seeds because we have completely missed what the Rubes would like. But uh, kudos to you, Dave. Uh, I think I, I think you nailed the field this year. Well, I had some help from the selection committee, um, so that maybe that helped. But uh, yeah, no, it's kind of crazy. And this was maybe the the year that I was worried about my uh, rankings the most and kind of my seeding. Corey even had that note for me. He's like, the Rubes will vote through like the ones that they like, so it'll work out the way it does. And but I don't know. I think we got it right. <laughs> it's crazy. Not normally you have a couple double digit seeds, or I thought the uh, Hawk had a really strong 15 seed that upset uh, Hawk's an emotional guy uh, from Meat Sauce. 
early, but uh, you know that almost got through. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a tight field. The uh, the highest seed left is a seven, so uh, we'll go through them quickly here. Um, the Seventh Avenue Pizza region, we've got of course the number one seed from Haley uh, with the uh, wedding advice for meat sauce. Um, not taking wedding advice from him versus uh, Chris Hockey flying in comfort. Um, I love that Chris Hockey quote. I don't think it stands a chance against Haley and the no. number one um, number one there. But I really do love that flying in comfort joke, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be sad to see that one go. For sure. I mean, Chris obviously has the most in the Sweet 16 here with six quotes. Uh, so luckily, he's got some other shots at getting through to the. Uh, to the erect eight or the frisky four. Um, but, <laughs> you know, this one just – Haley's destined to at least make it to the championship. So I, I don't think he's got a shot here. No. And the and the other half of the 7th Avenue Pizza region is the hockey versus hockey matchup with the uh, <laughs> looking like a pumpkin quote versus the legless quote. Um, I really like that looking like a pumpkin quote. Um, I think that's the one that we'll get through and uh, have to take on Haley. Uh, the, the legless, I mean, that's like one of the highest seeds left. That's one of the two number sevens that's left. Uh, but I think it I think that one goes down to defeat here. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Yeah, the seven seed Legolas, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised that it got this far, if I'm being honest. And, uh, you know, the pumpkin one, I guess we'll get through. But, you know, it, like we said before, it's Haley coming out of the 7th Avenue pizza region. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be shocked if that's not the ultimate result. Um, turning to the cultivated CBD region, we've got <laughs> all the top seeds. It's one versus four. It's two versus three, exactly like uh, like you uh, you seeded it. Um, so the number one seed, of course, is Meat Sauce with his uh, credit score <laughs> equaling his weight, uh, taking on Corey Cove and the shot at Parrish with the podium. Uh, I you know Sauce, I think this is his only quote left, uh, but it's a strong one and. Uh, I, I still like it. You know, I, I still think that, uh, that this one's going to get through. Um, you know, uh, my, my sleeper was the number three seed from this region, um, which we'll talk about in a second. But I think at least versus Corey, um, I really like the credit score uh, weight one. Yeah, I, I like that one as well. Meat sauces is definitely a paper quote um, as compared to something that you got to really listen to to get the context or, you know, for the timing. Mm-hmm. But he, I mean, he's going to have his hands full. You know, Corey, as we record, this is ahead in the polls by a little bit um, with with a thousand votes being recorded. You know, maybe let's get the campaign going here as uh, as the president of the Sauce Stand Club. Maybe I need to uh, do some campaigning here to make sure that he gets through. <laughs> and then on the other half of that, uh, we've got Lisa Ann taking on Chris Hockey uh, with the, the Doors comment, uh, which, like I said, that was that was one of my sleepers to get to the Final Four. I think that's just a, a hilarious quote. Of, I love a hockey rip on a sauce quote. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think this one's definitely going to be one that goes right down to the wire. I can see this as like a 51 to 49 kind of matchup. Uh, I still lean hockey, though. I, I love that quote. Yeah, I think both quotes are very strong. Uh, we did have some breaking news that I screenshotted and sent to you, Chuck. We did have some listener, the quote E, uh, retweeting the poll, which tends to, you know, really bank in the bank in the votes and uh, Lisa did retweet that. Now, the reaction has not been what I expected it to be. 
as hockey is still in the lead here. Uh, it, it's going to be tough, but I, I really think hockey pulls this one out. You were just looking for an opportunity to mention Lisa Ann and your poll in the same sentence. <laughs> the the only time that that'll that those two things will ever be in the same sentence. <laughs> All right, we'll see what develops there. We'll see if my sleeper can uh, can get through to the uh, the final four there or the uh, what is it the frisky four? Sorry. Yeah, the frisky four. <laughs> Don't want to misspeak. Uh, turning to the Honey and Mackey's region, uh, the Abigail hockey quote. Of course, that one got through to the Sweet Sixteen uh, with really barely a sweat. That one's taking on the uh, Corey Cove, uh, then don't get married quote. Uh, this one's a slam dunk. Um, Abby's getting through on that one. Um, totally I, agree. I, I, I'll be surprised if it's any closer than like 70-30. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Corey's, Corey has better quotes in this tournament that are still alive. And uh, Abadaba will at least uh, – I can't say it now. I'm going to say the Elite Eight when I when I talk about Abigail Hockey and not say the <laughs> other one. Um, but, yeah, I think she makes her way into the Elite Eight here. You're you're embarrassed to say that in front of the female Howard Stern? Uh, well, I know, but it's – you understand. <laughs> yeah, I do. All right. <laughs> uh, the other side of the matchup, uh, we got Chris Hockey with the wedding invitation quote versus Max with the over planner quote. Uh, this one's a really good matchup. I think you know Max's Max's other quote uh, lost out, so this is the uh, this is the one opportunity. And I think a lot of rubes are uh, are love Max and love um, all that he adds. And you know we kind of talked about it in the selection show that this might be the quote that everybody kind of attaches onto that yep. that is pulling for Max. Um, I think that gives it a huge advantage. And I think uh, Max is going to be the one to take on Abby to go to the Frisky Four. Yes, um, I really like Max, and he is in the lead right now. Um, Chris's joke was obviously very funny, but um, not only was you know him paying attention, not being you know not following the leadership of Zach and um, falling asleep at the wheel and drinking Diet Cokes, um, you know he's paying attention, he's in the mix, and just the timing of his reaction, like you didn't even plan that sentence. Like I just love how he <laughs> says it. It's it's so good, and I think uh, he's got a date with Abigail Hockey. In the erect date. Indeed. And the last is the 7th Avenue Pizza region, which I just realized you screwed up because uh, we have two 7th Avenue Pizza regions on your document. So oh, I'm that's guessing... just the one I made to copy and paste in the doc. I <laughs> Trust me, I have ge- been spending a lot of time on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing this is the Northland Vodka region, so we'll go with that. What color is uh, the chuck? We... <laughs> Uh, green. Okay, yeah, that's Northland. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll ignore the uh, the oversight on the show notes here and go with uh, Carly versus Chris. Uh, of course, Carly with a blowjob comment. Um, Chris is the have sex in my house first. Uh, that was a little bit of an upset that that was the number five seed that got through. Um, yeah, again, this is this is an absolute slam dunk. Um, I think uh, I think Carly is on her way to the uh, the frisky four, but it, at a minimum, the erect eight with this one matchup. 
Yeah, it, it's tough. We, you know, a head-on collision between her and Haley in the in the finals is probably looming. Uh, I will say of the Chris Hockey six quotes that are still remaining, I think personally this is my favorite one. Um, <laughs> you know, just just talking about you know finding all these ways to have you know space and sex and all these you know crazy wild things is like I gotta figure out how to have it in my house first. I, I, that's just <laughs> that's so on brand and I, yeah, I, I love that quote, but uh, it will not stand the test here. No, not at all. Um, and the last matchup we have that will um, ultimately be taking on Carly is the John Creasel. Uh, the last time that the Twins won a playoff game, I had legs versus Corey Cove and uh, the meat sauce track record with marriage. Uh, I, I think Creasel wins this one easily. You know, the more I think about it, Creasel's quote is, you know, I, I doubt it beats Carly. I'll be shocked if it beats Carly to get to the Frisky Four. But uh, his quote is just, it's so good on so many levels. You know, the fact that it's true and the yes. fact that it's just so funny and the way he delivered it. It's just, it works on so many levels and it reminds me so much of his Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the Gophers. <laughs> another hilariously delivered line that's absolutely the truth. So uh, I, it's brilliant. It, I, to me, it's probably going to be the best quote that does not make the Frisky Four. Yeah, and it might be. Uh, you know, Maybe in a different region he would he would stand the test longer. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he does move past Corey here into the erect date uh, for a date with Carly. Like you said, I have it in my notes too, here too, Chuck. Um, it, it just works on so many levels. It's a paper quote. Um, it, it's comedic timing, it's the delivery, it's it, it just checks all the boxes. And I will say, you know, John Creasel, now he's never won this tournament, uh, but he's made it all, he's had a lot in the Frisky Four, he's, he's done very well in this tournament, um, normally has just about as many quotes as hockey. Uh, but he, this is his last uh, quote in the tournament, uh, the only one that made the Sawit uh, 16 here. And, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully he can at least make it to the erect date. And uh, who knows, you know, maybe maybe he can upset Carly. Maybe so, yeah. If, uh, if anything has a shot at it um, from this region, it's definitely that quote. So, All right, well, keep voting. Um, Dave, you're going to continue to put up the polls, and yes. uh, we'll – We'll see how this all plays out. Yes, the the Erect 8 polls will go up Monday. We, we'll preview the Frisky 4 um, on next week's episode, which will be recorded Thursday. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, Dave, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, i got to get going. So um, I'm going to turn the rest of the show over to you, but oh. I am not going to leave you empty-handed. Um, I happen to locate Corey Robot, and um, so I'm going to go ahead and get him plugged in here. What? Cory Robot? Oh, God. Oh, God. Cory Robot? Yeah, so Cory Robot is here to guide you the rest of the way. Um, thanks for listening to me, guys. I will talk to you guys next week. Um, we'll play the quotes notes open, and then uh, you guys can take it away. Oh, my God. It's time for Quartz Notes to smoke another dime. He's going crazy. It's time for Quartz Notes to smoke another dime and laugh at me. Ow! To quote what Common said to Sauce and I after our performance at the Rube party. That was awful. Awful. Yeah, Common, it was meant to be a bit. No, that was awful.
Okay, Dave, what have you got for us this week? Okay, Cory Robot. Um, uh, I'm so excited for uh, Vinitials 2.0. Uh, so pumped to have it back here. Uh, I saw Power Trip Betts, uh, who's no, no longer with us here, but uh, I saw he posted his odds. And I agree with him. Uh, Marnie should be the favorite. Um, but at even money, I think it's just a bad bet. I like Carly's chances as well. Uh, but my value bet would be on Lee Volsvig, plus 250. Uh, I think she has just as close a good a shot as anyone in the field. Uh, but in... In general, I love switching up the contestants and doing an all-female cast. It should be a fun uh, Friday show. It's awesome. I was talking about it with Scooter and Felatio, and they agreed that it was awesome. My wife thought the idea was awesome, but hates the name Vinitials. So I agreed to let her have hot-ass Randy come over and finish up some electrical work in the house. I guess he has a really long cable, but last time I got home from work before he could finish the job. So he needs to come back over to complete the circuit. Oh, he does. Um, yeah, it'll probably be between 5.30 and 9 o'clock if I had to guess on the timing. But, uh, yeah. Uh, in, in other news here, uh, the state of the Vikings, you know, Corey Robot, yeah, <laughs> it, it was a wild ending. And, uh, of course, they won uh, when it didn't benefit them, moving them back. Only two spots, but still – it's two spots in every round, um, but uh, obviously we have fired the coach and the GM. Uh, I think it was the right move for ownership to get rid of them. It was time uh, for a changing of the guard, some different voices around there. Um, I said it's a start. I said it at the start of the season on this show. Uh, I think in quotes notes or when we were talking about some uh, season long bets that this would be just a wasted year for the Vikings, just hovering around 500 uh, with the coach and the GM on the hot seat and possibly the quarterback. Um, of course, it looks like, uh, you know, the draft thing. There's just not going to be a ton of talent, um, top-level quarterback talent. I guess, you know, we're sticking with Kirk, whatever. Uh, but my future uh, – there are some future bet odds that were posted out there that I was uh, I was looking through, and my top five favorites are Kellen Moore, uh, Brian Flores, obviously Eric Bieniemy um, in Kansas City. I like Jim Caldwell a lot. Um, he was really successful in Indianapolis, and I think he'd be uh, a completely different voice in the locker room. And then Doug Peterson. It sounds like there's a little smoke around. Uh, uh, some of the former and current uh, Eagles staff uh, that might want to uh, move to Minneapolis. I'm just hoping the change means that I won't have to do fanline anymore. I think Nordo and Ron are perfectly capable of handling it. And besides, I don't really watch sports anymore. I just play Rocket League. Although I did go to the Wolves season opener two years ago versus the Phoenix Suns of Anaheim. That was literally like nine years. I think it's actually ten years ago. I think it was 2011. But um, and I, I guess you're not considering poker a sport, Meat Sauce Robot. So or uh, Corey Robot. So uh, uh, Kung Pao that. All right. Next up here is uh, Greg Coleman. Uh, what a career! Um, you know, doing his interviews and the the pregame preach. This is one of my favorite things. I always. You know, I'm either picking up a pizza or picking up some food or something before, right before the game, and I always stay in the car and uh, and listen to the pregame preach before uh, 
not like on a super religious level. Just I love how like animated and how he gets into it and PA's reaction and uh, yeah, I guess you're never gonna you never know what you're gonna hear in one of the pregame preaches except for him probably swearing. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, well done. I it, I hope Ben Lieber gets the opportunity if he wants it. But uh, Greg Coleman, well done, young man. Speaking of that, were you aware that you can play the initials game at home now? Versions 2 and 3 are available at initialsgame.com. So glad that came up organically. Yeah, I guess that did come up uh, fairly organically. Okay. Uh, A couple more here. Uh, I started a new bit um, when I was in a quote-unquote creative space after 11 o'clock at night. Um, I believe it was Monday night. Um, I, I got a new bit I'm calling Power Trip in Pictures. Now, um, I'm not a super good video productions guy. I don't have the software for it. And I kind of like the art of, you know, I find something that's really funny on the show, like a minute or two or, you know, a sauce story or something. And, uh, I just keep matching the photos, the JPEGs from uh, Google Images and, uh, and slide through it. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure it got it got some views so i think a couple of you appreciated it but uh that's going to be my random uh late night bit so that was that was episode 1 um stay tuned for episode 2 that sounds like a $50,000 idea i don't know if you know this or not but i once inherited a car wash from my grandfather that was exactly $50,000 in debt and we had only 2 weeks to pay the debt off or we'd lose the car wash The first week we hardly made any money at all, but then we hired some topless gals to work at the car wash and made exactly $50,000. It happened again the next year. Wow. Yeah, that that car wash, that's crazy too, like on the dime, you know, $50,000. Good for that. Um, All right, time for two more. I am very excited, Corey Robot. Uh, because I am going to Las Vegas uh, at 7 o'clock on Friday morning. Uh, I have been itching to get back there for uh, Earl of Sandwich, and I cannot wait no more. Uh, Staying at the Mirage, I've never stayed at the Mirage. Uh, I rented a chair at Circa for $175. It's kind of crazy. I think it comes with five drinks, though, so I guess it's not too bad, and it's the best sports book book in the world so i'll have to head over there after i go to the best dispensary in the world but uh going to planet hollywood on sunday to watch those games and then head it back to the airport uh it's so weird not to be in vegas with all the power trip people um that's kind of how i think of vegas because i've only been there twice and or i should say three times but i've really only been there with the power trip room so it'll be weird to not see them there are you going to Las Vegas with a friend? Y- yes, yes I am. How big is he? Um maybe like 63. How much does he weigh? Mm, 280. That's a huge bitch. It, honestly, it is a huge bitch. Maybe I should make that his nickname. Um <laughs> time uh for one more uh I just selfless plug here as a as the president of the Meat Sauce Stand Club. Uh, he's doing stand up this February 5th 
at the Mankato Ballroom. Uh, one show only. Get your tickets at CatoBallroom.com. Him and Common are lighting it up. They're building off the momentum from Fargo. Uh, both both Meets Us and the Common Man have said that you know they really got the ball rolling. And uh, Common said that it was one of his best sets he's done in a long time uh, in Fargo. So uh, go see it. I tried to go to his last show. But on the way there I had to stop by some clients' offices whose business we had lost to try to win them back. I offered them gift baskets but they refused to come back unless we upgraded our technology. So I pretended that the GPS in my rental car was broken and drove straight into Lake Scranton to prove how dangerous technology is. Oh, that's pretty good. I think I heard that one before. That sounds a little familiar there, Corey Robot. Um, but that that will do it for uh, a very awful edition, except for Corey Robot of Quotes Notes. Well, that'll do it for tonight's show. And since uh, since Chuck's not here, I guess I'll close it off. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. We got all the quotes tournaments running. Polls running 24-7. Get out there and vote. Um, Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me in my 58-degree basement working on initials while watching Seinfeld for some background noise and eating Raising Cane's chicken fingers. They're awesome. Thank you for listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you think we're hideous, please lie. We'll be right on